Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue place that you got to check out. Also, Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about Superbook Sports Colorado here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show. When you got to go, you got to go. But when does that go too far? The insanity of a flight out of Philadelphia. I know, another flight horror story. My God. Uh, also, Target got caught, you know, Target the store, got caught misleading customers on Black Friday, but they're actually standing by what they did. So you're going to be the judge on this one. A lady accidentally way over-tipped. I mean, way over-tipped at a subway. But trying to get her money back is absurdly difficult. Going to prison over tacos. Yes, that happened. Also, the Denver Broncos, they beat the Browns to win their fifth straight. What the hell is going on with the Broncos? All I can say is, told you so. But you know what I'll tell you about right now? Another thing, another great thing, because obviously I predicted that the Broncos were going to be a force to be reckoned with. Aha, uh-huh. case in point, look at us now, okay? But also, refer a friend and earn $50, a $50 bonus this season with Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in sports wagering, and you don't want to miss their refer a friend bonus. It's always good when you can refer a friend and you get a bonus because one, you're helping out your friend and two, you're getting a bonus. (laughs) All you need to do is click on the refer a friend link under your profile in the Superbook app, uh, then share the promo code with your friends and you're going to get a $50 bonus for everyone who registers using your code. So you can go ahead and win money wagering and win money referring this season at Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I, I saw this last week, and I was just in disbelief. I don't... I don't understand how life gets to this point i'm gonna excuse me i'm gonna play the audio for you basically we're at philadelphia international airport it appears that the plane is about to take off but somebody needs to use the restroom there's always that one motherfucker that didn't go at the terminal and then just shows up late and they're like i gotta go to the bathroom we should have gone before. That's what I, I'm teaching my kids now. You go to the bathroom way before, not way too far before, but like, you know, five, 10 minutes before boarding. That's our rule. Okay, they're going to start boarding here in five minutes. Let's go to the bathroom. Okay. This lady didn't do that. Here's the audio from one of the poor passengers that saw this lady drop trow in the middle of the aisle of this plane. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? I don't give a fuck. No, fuck you. Fuck you. I gotta go pee. I don't give a fuck. 
This poor little boy next to us. Holy well, I hope it was worth it. You're now a registered sex offender. She literally, because the video is from a guy that was like right next to her, right? And he's he's by the window, but he has a perfect shot of this lady. And she drops everything, her underwear, everything. And she attempts to pee. I don't know if she actually trickled anything out, but she dropped trow. And then maybe a second, maybe two seconds later, she pulls up. Like one of the ladies said, you could hear a a fellow passenger be like, we have kids on board. You are going to be on a list. Now, I get it. You had to go. But this is a great example. And And I alluded to this before I played the audio. You show up early to your flight. It's a lot less stressful. Okay, do whatever you got to do to get there early. Hunker in. Get some something light to eat, right? And just chill. That way you're not stressed. And then you go to the bathroom when there's roughly 10 minutes before boarding. Then you don't have this type of thing happen. I want to say just about every single flight I've been on, there's somebody using the restroom before we even take off. And usually the flight crew is sitting there going, sir, it's usually a guy, sir, you're going to have to wait until we get to altitude and blah, blah, blah. And and I really got to go. What are you, five? Come on. Dude, lady, I didn't see any more details on this other than she said she had to go. The flight hadn't taken off yet. And that's, that's what happened. You are going to be on a list now. Why can't Aunt Carol pick me up from school today? Well, she's what we call a registered sex offender. What the heck happened, Carol? Well, I really had to pee, and I showed up late because I figure the world revolves around me, right? So anyway, (laughs) I pulled my pants down in the middle of a flight. Even if it was all adults on there, still horribly wrong. But the fact that there's kids on there, horribly fucked up. My God, that's disgusting. And then she's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Well, you're going to give a fuck. Because now (laughs) you got some problems. My God, I hate people. (laughs) I hate the world doesn't revolve around you. Go to the bathroom before the flight and limit your liquid intake, right? Because she said she had to pee. She didn't have to drop a deuce. That'd be just as gross, if not worse. (laughs) The lingering scent would not be something I would approve of. But wow. I feel like I'm kind of missing out, though, uh, to be honest. I haven't seen anything crazy like this on a flight. The worst thing I've seen was... I was coming back from a Super Bowl once and some guy went into diabetic shock of some sort behind me. And there was actually a doctor on board, which was really cool in a sense. And thankfully, the per- the person ended up surviving and was fine. But how frightening. Like to be, I mean, I imagine if you went into some sort of medical uh, condition um, and, and, and 
there was nobody with me- medical expertise on the plane, and you're screwed. So it's doctors, nurses, please fly, <laughs> fly. If if I'm gonna fly, I, I want you, I want you on the plane, you know, just in case. But if there's somebody that needs to go to the bathroom, I mean, man, I, I would I would like to hear more information on this lady and why she felt she was justified to just go, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to pull down my pants. You know what part of the problem is? Is I guess it's probably social media. She thinks she's going to get some sort of internet fame, and, and then she thinks there's not going to be any sort of repercussions for what she did. Guess what? It's not just going to be a slap on the wrist for this woman. You should be uh, on a list now. And you can't go near parks, <laughs> or I, I shouldn't laugh, but you can't go parks, and you can't go to schools, and then when you move into a new house, guess what? You have to go door to door and tell people, ah, I'm a dirty bastard. You're a dirty bastard, lady. Jesus, man. It's basic stuff. Just go to the bathroom before you get on the plate. Target got caught misleading customers. There's a, a viral video of people going and pulling out the signs from behind the Black Friday signs, and it's the exact same price. I'm guessing what happened is a team member from Target tipped somebody off, and that's why they're doing this. But this is according to a rep from Target in regards to this whole TikTok viral video that is showing guests questioning, you know, like a sale of a uh, Samsung TV when they pull the Black Friday sign off. It's the exact same sale that was uh, going on prior. This is what they said. In fact, the TVs were on sale before Black Friday as part of our early Black Friday sales. We continued to offer those items at the same discount during Black Friday, but updated the signage to reflect the extended timing. They continued by saying, in both instances, guests would have saved the same amount, between $20 to $80, depending on which TV they purchased. Those discounted prices compared to the regular prices are clearly shown in both sign sale signs in the video. And then they wrapped up with, we know our guests are looking for flexibility when they shop holiday deals, which is why we began Black Friday deals in late October and will continue offering great discounts throughout the holiday season. We also offer a price match guarantee and we'll match the price of any item purchased by a guest, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. It's bad optics, Target. I get what you're saying. They were already on sale. All you did was change the sign to say, hey, it's it's Black Friday. It's still going on. But the thing is, is when people go to a store on Black Friday, they're expecting there to be even more deals. So if you went to Target the day before and then or a couple days prior, and then you're like, well, this TV's this much. I imagine it's going to be even more on Black Friday, so I'm going to come back. That's that's the problem. What they should have done is is not change the signs, and then I think ultimately people would be fine. Isn't that stupid? I get what they're saying, and I don't really fault them for it. And then don't be lazy about it and just replace the sign because this day and age, people are entitled and they'll go ahead and just mess with shit. 
it, but it is bad optics. They didn't really do anything wrong. As far as I can tell, they just weren't fully uh, communicating what they were doing. Or if they were, it was kind of like the fine print and everybody kind of breezed past it. I don't know. You tell me, is that kind of shady? Because everybody does do that on Black Friday. They drop sign, they drop prices, and it's just like Black Friday sale. I don't shop at Target, really. I shop mostly at Walmart. So are you upset with Target for this or, or not? I, 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 I see what they're going with, but I, I would have liked to see more information on the actual prior sale, how they were wording it. Because if they're saying early Black Friday sale rolls past Black Friday or something like that, sale ends, and then they put the day of Black Friday on there, I mean, then then it's just like, oh, that's just people not reading the signs properly. I don't know. But it, but either way, it's kind of bad optics. And, and here's the problem with social media now. Whether they're in the right or wrong, let's just say they're in the right. Okay? People are going to not follow up on this story, and they're just going to go, they're not going to hear what Target said. Said, listen, we, we were having early Black Friday deals for a long freaking time. They said in late October they've been doing this. But nobody's going to follow up and be like, oh, I didn't know that they were doing it the whole time. So, yeah, they're fine, I guess. People just weren't listening. So people are just going to stick with the original story, the original details, and the original details are that the, that Target was misleading the customers to get them to come shop on Black Friday, which I can still see because if if I'm going to go Black Friday shopping, I expect when I go through the door to get deals that are better than a few days ago. So, yes, I get what you're saying, Target, but you're also kind of fucking over to the customers because everybody, everything should be on sale. Well, see, I, I don't Black Friday shop. I think I did it once and it was just too chaotic. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't, I don't know. Uh uh-uh. uh. But you tell me your thoughts to huffpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on social media. You can direct message me or make it public at the Huff Podcast. I- I'm kind of mixed on it. I'm kind of mixed on it. I-, I know not everything should be on sale, but the big ticket items, that's what people are going there for. So if there's TVs, they should be discounted, even if it's like by 10%. And, and that's going to have people want to buy it more. But when you, when you're, I don't know, I don't know. It's kind of annoying. I see both sides of it on this one. This one's irritating. And I've almost done this before. A woman in Georgia has spent about a month trying to get her money back after accidentally paying $7,112 and 98 cents for an Italian sandwich at Subway. Her name's Vera Connor, and she told NBC News that the accident happened when she was attempting to type her phone number on the screen for loyalty rewards points. She said then at some point, it must have changed to the tip screen without her realizing it. I, I swear I've had that happen before, a weird glitch where it just moves past that. 
she contacted her credit card company to tell them the sandwich was really only $7.54. She filed a claim on that $7,000 charge, but was reportedly denied. Bank of America reportedly told Connor that her initial claim was denied because she submitted for the entire amount and she was still responsible for the $7.54. Uh, oh, I see what she they're saying. She should have subtracted the $7.54 for the claim, right? And then said, okay, here's the remainder. That's them being kind of dicks about it. I get it. There's a lot of things going on at, at banks, and they don't have time to sit there and, and, and baby every customer. I get it. But come on. <laughs> it's... They could have at least, hey, we noticed you did this. Could you resubmit it but subtract $7.54? And then that way we can get this approved. It's called Customer Service Bank of America. Come on. Go a little bit above and beyond. Especially when it's something like that. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So after about a month, NBC News reported that Bank of America applied a temporary credit to Connor's account. That's as of a week ago, and as they are still continuing to work through the claim, this is the this is a great point that the the customer brought up. She says, "I'm even getting mad at the bank because I'm like, how did they not think seven thousand dollars wasn't suspicious at Subway?" <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's kind of fucked up. It's so if somebody steals my credit card, if if you have a Bank of America account, allegedly, that they won't call you if somebody's like, uh, I spent $7,000 at Subway. Why are you questioning that? I feel like my bank would call me if, if all of a sudden I spent $300 at a Subway or a McDonald's or anything. They'd be like, this doesn't seem right. Did you do this? No, I really like chicken nuggets. <laughs> what is wrong with that? I'm I'm curious of how quickly did she tell the restaurant of the issue? Because I believe a manager can go in there and void that fairly easily. But if she didn't notice it until later, well, then that's the problem, I guess. And then it processed and all that good stuff. And here's the other thing. Here's the, here's the stuff that bugs me is, you know, Subway is just like, dude, my hands are tied. We can't do anything about it. They could help go to bat for her. They could if they wanted to. And also, at the end of that day, they're like, hey, why are we 7100 and whatever dollars over? <laughs> I don't know. Just take it as a win, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that always bugs me, though. Like... It reminds me of when I worked at a radio station and talents forgot to submit their talent fees. So like if a if a host goes and does an appearance somewhere or does commercials, they're supposed to fill out a form and say, okay, guys, you it's it's like sending in an invoice to the company within the, the actual company that they work for. Say, hey, okay, I did these. Now you need to pay uh, pay me for them. Well, there was a uh, like at least one talent. I'm not going to say his name that was owed thousands and thousands of dollars. 
because he forgot to submit. And they're like, well, I don't know. This, it, this is a big deal. And it was like, it was over a year <laughs> had gone by. So books had been settled, not just monthly, not just quarterly, but the end of the year books had been settled. They were over. At some point, somebody noticed, hey, we are over this amount of money. Why? Because when they write contracts and everything like that in sales, they tell you this, is, this money is going to go to certain, certain talent. But nobody said anything. It's so scummy. <laughs> so scummy. And, and I know it's not just isolated to one company. Obviously, every company does that shit. They see it like, dude, we're, why do we have so much extra money? I don't know. Don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything. We'll see if something pops up. But then like, if you start researching it, you would be able to find where, where that money is supposed to be going and realize according to our records, it didn't actually go there. So scummy. So, so irritating. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so far. Anyway, be careful what you type in on the computer before you hit OK. Double check. That's why I don't tip. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. If it's good service, yes. I had horrible service the other day. And then I noticed that they put an extra 20% on the bill. I'm like, is that the tip? So I didn't tip. Hunt me down. Hunt me down. It was horrible service. And, and, and then you add that on there. Fine. Whatever. I'm not giving you an extra dime. Dicks. <laughs> Dicks. Oh, somebody's going to get mad about that. You're taking money out of a baby's mouth. Well, I mean, they're not eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> but if you do want to eat a cheeseburger... Go to Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's amazing. It's an amazing barbecue. And it's off 144th and Orchard Parkway. So just east of Huron, just west of I-25, on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. It's it's awesome. Um, Sugar Fire is, is by far my favorite barbecue place. And everybody that I run into, they're like, dude, that place is legit. And here's part of the reason. You can follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westie. And they're always posting their daily specials. So freaking good. So good. Whether it's burgers, burnt ends, smoked fried wings, brisket mac and cheese, you name it. There's a ton of amazing things because Chef Clint, who's classically trained, has that restaurant humming because it is chef driven. When you go in there, when here's what, what's funny. You know how when you see a picture on social media of a sandwich that a restaurant where you could go buy it, and then you go there and it's just nothing like that? When you go to Sugar Fire and you get the food that they present on, on social media, the fancy-looking pictures, that's what you get at your table. And you're like, this is like picture perfect. So amazing. It's delicious. And they also have amazing sides. It's not just the main entrees that are spectacular, but they got hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts and sweet chili, cucumber salad, smashed loaded potatoes. 
Don't forget about their sauces. They got St. Louis Sweet, Texas Hot, Coffee, Carolina Mustard, and White Barbecue. It's all amazing. And I've, I've been doing this lately. You can, you can take my word for it. Yeah, that's fine. But you should also take the words of people that actually go there uh, other than me. This, this comes in from Jake W. This place rocks. He had an exclamation mark. That's why I said, rocks. <laughs> he said, Duff, you said try the fried pickles. So I did. Amazing. Also had the brisket cheesesteak out of this world. See, that's what Jake said. I didn't say that, but it's delicious. All the, You can't go wrong. It's amazing. And you got to get the fried pickles. Anyway, <laughs> Sugar Fire in Westminster, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly, which I love. I got two young kids, and it's just it's a great place to go. It's perfect for date night as well. Taking my wife there several times. And they even do catering for those special family events, whether it's your birthday, wedding, holiday parties, whatever. But they also could do, speaking of holiday parties, they could do that for your office. Or maybe you just got a big meeting that you want to impress everybody with. That's why you kick it up several notches by having it catered by Sugar Fire in Westminster. You got to check them out. Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway. Follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westy. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Um, I love food. I do. I just told you about Sugar Fire. Amazing food. But in Morgantown, West Virginia, a man has been charged after allegedly trying to kill someone in Morgantown for eating all the tacos. <laughs> Was it on a Tuesday? Because that, that's like blasphemy if you did it on Taco Tuesday. He ate all the tacos. Oh, my God. It was Taco Tuesday, too. <sighs> Holy God. <laughs> so I shouldn't laugh. The, the dude's a psychopath. Uh, when deputies arrived, they spoke with a victim who stated that Dale Martin of Morgantown became irate due to them eating all the tacos. At the time, Martin went to a bedroom and retrieved a 22 caliber semi-automatic rifle, and the victim ran up the staircase after seeing Martin with the rifle, and the victim stated that Martin fired the gun into the staircase where he had just been. And a witness to the incident said that Martin called him earlier in the evening and stated, I just shot at... Uh, the victim and don't think I won't get the 12 gauge and blow his fucking head off. He's been charged with attempted murder. What the hell is wrong with people? It's tacos. I love tacos, but I'm not going to kill somebody over it. So I wrote this on Twitter. I said, there's a guy that, you know, is being charged for attempted murder for, because somebody ate all the tacos. I said, let's give him a prison nickname. <laughs> the Taconator comes in from Rob. The Taconator. Show me to your tacos. <laughs> you ate all the tacos, didn't you? Taco John comes in from Troy. <laughs> Kip wrote, Kip Wilson, the, the famous Kip Wilson wrote, I'm not saying he was in the right, 
but I get where he was coming from. <laughs> uh, follow the Stoned Appetite podcast, and you'll hear Kip and his, his his crazy takes on the culinary world as well as the real world. Bird Dog wrote, "In the softer hard cell he goes." <laughs> DTMT, don't touch my taco. <laughs> that comes in from Bronze on Three. Gern said, can't think of one for that. But my former coworker who did seven years in state prison had a buddy whose prison nickname was Pie Crust. <laughs> I, should, I don't want to laugh at Pie Crust. He might fucking kick my ass. But that's a that's a I want to know why his name was Pie Crust. <laughs> Maybe he's just a dude that eats the pie crust. My wife only eats the pie crust, or she really likes the pie crust. It's freaking gross. I'll just eat the whole pie. I don't, I'm not going to discriminate against anything and say I like one part more than the other. I'll eat the whole thing. Don't know why you need to pick a, uh, at your pie. Thanks, Gern. <laughs> uh, Gern also said Anton Chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> what? Andy wrote Tortilli the Kid. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> uh JR Slick wrote Paco Taco. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. Uh Jordan wrote Carne Assaultia. These are so stupid, but I like them. I do. If you got more on what this guy's prison nickname was, uh, let me know. I will tell you one little weird thing that I know about prison. <laughs> this is so dumb. A, a buddy of mine told me this, and I assume he's telling the truth because it makes sense to me. If you ever go to jail, I guess it's more of a jail story. If you end up going to jail, and you're in a holding cell with other individuals, somebody's going to try to take your slippers. Don't give up your slippers. As soon as you give up your slippers, you're that person's bitch. Okay? There you go. You're welcome. If you've ever been to prison, let me know if that's true. If there's any other prison tidbits you'd like to pass along, uh, please do so. Let me know. Podcast at gmail.com or at the Huff Podcast. Hey, you got tips for prison? Let me know. <laughs> I would not do well in prison. I'd be a scared little bitch. Literally, I'd be a bitch. Carne uh, Sotia. So stupid. Oh, you know what we need to do? We need to get into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> uh, this comes in from Corey. He said, I got a topic for you, Dahoff. So do you think the NFL is going to the flag football side of things? I mean, it's in the Olympics now. I see what you're saying because as I'm watching the Denver Broncos take on the Cleveland Browns yesterday, there was, there was a hit on the Browns quarterback that I didn't see was illegal. It looked like he it was just a hard hit, and he led with his shoulder. And it wasn't to the guy's face. 
I, I just, I was very confused on that. I would have to go back and look at the tape again, but it does seem like, especially the Denver Broncos secondary does seem to have a target on its back. And it's because they're hard hitters. Yes. Uh, Kareem Jackson ha- is a bit dirty at times, but not all the hits that he does are dirty. He's just a hard freaking player. And, and I get times have changed, but it has got to be so difficult to be a defensive player in the NFL right now. Everything you do is a penalty. Every tackle you make could get you tossed from the game. It is very difficult. If you freaking level somebody, but it seems like it's a fair hit, you might get ejected. It's crazy. Would they ever go to the flag football route? I say no, because that's that's absurd. I could see them. I could see them doing a spring flag football league just to test the waters. Why not? But it it, it it's it's ridiculous. I I I would hate to be a young player coming up and have a lot of talent and be a def- defensive player because it would it would be hard it, it's got to mess with your mind when you're trying to make a tackle when you're trying to make any sort of play well I got to be careful might touch the quarterback and get flagged I get it when it when it happens against our team and your team or whatever like say the Broncos benefit from it as far as well they just they just kind of took a quote uh, you know questionable cheap shot at one of the players we just got 15 yards out of it okay our players fine but yeah I'm I'm good with it but if it's on the other foot I'm not happy with it. I'm not I don't I don't like that it, it's really but that's the way any any fan would be but the thing is it, it is very very soft Corey and it, it's got to be frustrating for a defensive player because anytime you make a good tackle you pop up and you're like boom yeah there was a point in the game late in the game oh I can't remember who made the tackle for the Broncos but then I see the the commentators were talking about how they're reading the lips of Justin Simmons of the Broncos because there's some people, one of the Browns players was like, you know, trying to say that it was a cheap shot. And then you could see Justin Simmons, you know, you know, you could read his lips, him saying, that's just football, baby. That's just football. And part of it is maybe some of the players are just getting soft too. Some of them, not all of them. And if they're going to be constantly bitching and complaining, eventually the referees are going to succumb to that. And then they're going to start flagging, be like, well, they're saying it, they're seeing it. You know, they're the ones dealing with it. I don't, I don't like it where the NFL is going. I understand they're trying to protect the players because injuries are a problem especially when it comes to the head. But 
it seems like it's going way too much to one side. Eventually, it's got to teeter back towards the middle, a middle ground. And what that middle ground is and how they get there, that's, that's a great freaking question. But it is hard to watch football when everything is a potential you're going to get ejected or a potential 15-yard penalty because you just hit the guy too hard. It's really hard as a fan to watch that. And I get it. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be targeting a, a player's head. They shouldn't be leading with the helmet, especially because, one, that can hurt the defender just as much as the offensive player. So it's just, I get it. The rules are in place for safety. But then you got, you, you're making it way too lopsided, way too much is catering towards the offense. It's 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 hard to watch. I don't see the NFL ever going as far as saying, you know what, we're just going to make it flag football. But I could see them, you know, in a couple years, just fucking around a little bit, you know, doing a flag football tournament, you know, a couple weeks in the summer just to get people going, you know, in the spring, something like that. I could see that. You know, playing with it a little bit. See see if it grows. <laughs> but, you know, kind of speaking about the, the Broncos, they did beat the Browns, and now they've won five games in a row. And really the biggest takeaway from this is, I told you, I told you so. I, It's all documented, okay? I said it on this show. I posted videos on social media of me saying that if they beat the bills, because this was after they beat the chiefs, if they beat the bills, that the Broncos would be a force to be reckoned with. And now the NFL is on notice. Here's what's crazy. Next up, the Broncos are at Houston to take on the Texans. CJ Stroud could be a problem for the Denver defense. Could be the Broncos defense. While it is getting better, it's still the same crew, and that's what makes me hesitant to say, hey, the Broncos got this in the bag. I refuse the rest of the season. I refuse to say the Broncos got any game in the bag. Especially when you go back to what we were just talking about. The Broncos keep getting dinged for aggressive play, and that just pushes them back. And it's, it's in a way, putting the one arm behind your back as, as a defensive player for the Denver Broncos. It, that's, that's, that's the optics from a Broncos fan. Would the rest of the NFL fan base agree with that? Probably not. Probably not. But that's the way it looks like from, from where I'm sitting. It's just there's a target on the back, and that makes it a little bit harder for the Denver Broncos. But... Looking at the Houston game, they're on the road, which, by the way, then they're at the Chargers, then at the Lions. So they got a three-game, uh, three games in a row on the road. And then they play the Patriots and Chargers at home. Then they wrap up the regular season at the Raiders. The only game that I, I'm, I'm hesitant about, that, that, that I think that the Broncos 
that I would definitely put down as a loss. And if they won, that's great. That's the Lions. They're on the road in Detroit. And the Lions are a tough team. You just don't know. But that being said, looking at what's right in front of us right now is the Houston Texans. And I'm not scared of their defense. I'm scared of the Broncos defense going against Stroud and what could end up happening. I see this being a tight game, though. I thought the Browns game would be a little tighter, but with them losing their rookie quarterback who was starting because he got hurt, and then Miles uh, Garrett was banged up, I mean, the, then then it, things got out of hand uh, in, a, in a good way for the Broncos, and that's why they, they won so easily, at least when you look at the final score. But this Houston game, I could see this being a slugfest. I kind of said that about the Browns game prior, but I could really see this one, this one going down to a field goal late in the game. And hopefully the Broncos come out victorious on this one. I would say this is a tight game. I say it, uh, the winner is by a field goal. But then, and, and I, I kind of I was listening to Sean Payton's press conference this morning. And he's talking about, you know, we need to stop looking past the next opponent. And that's kind of what led them to uh, find the success that they're on now is they don't want to be talking playoffs. They want to be talking about who's our next opponent, how how do we defeat them, how do we contain what they're good at, and then and win. And and that's what they're really trying to focus on. Because you heard that a couple of weeks ago. You had Javante Williams coming out and saying, yeah, forget the playoffs. We're, we're trying to aim for the Super Bowl. And then who was it the other day that did the same thing, uh, but they were just talking about the playoffs. It's like, it's great. That's fine. Keep that to yourself, though. And really start focusing on the task at hand. You can't, it's like with my kids, my son will be like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to get rich and have a mansion. Blah, 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 blah. <coughs> That's fine. How are you going to get there? Because you can't bypass all the important steps in between. It's great to have that goal. What's your end goal? What's the big part of your goal is to be successful and be a Super Bowl team or in my son's case, he wants to be a millionaire. Okay. Well, how do you get to that point? You got to chip away. It, chip away at what's in front of you and set goals for yourself constantly, resetting those goals. What's next? What's next? Now, on the horizon, your big main goal is still there, but that's not what you're staring at. What you're staring at is what's right in front of you. And you got to chip that away. And that's what the Broncos need to do. It seems like Sean Payton has everybody on that page now. And they're finding success. Are they going to win out? I, I don't see that happening. It's not impossible, though. It's not. But I don't even want to think about that. I want to say one game at a time. Take off the gloves and just beat the snot out of whoever your next opponent is, Broncos. That's what you got to do. Don't look past your current opponent because what's going to happen? You're going to get your jaw broke. That's what's going to happen. 
You start looking beyond the the person that's in front of you, the team that's in front of you that you, that you're just taking for granted. Guess what happens? You get busted in the nose, then you get your jaw wired shut. Next thing you know, there goes that winning streak, and you're back to getting blown out by 50 points to the Dolphins. I know a lot of people don't want to bring up the 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 pain that was the beginning part of the Denver Broncos season, but you got to have that there in your rearview mirror as a a reminder to keep moving forward and not to go light. You got to go heavy. That's what happens. I I think it was Good Morning Football or something. Or like we we should never talk about the one in five Broncos or them giving up seventy to the Dolphins. Yes, it has to be there, guys. It has to be there. A reminder, this is what happens when we're not focused. This is what happens when we don't have when we're not on the same page. So, do you want to deal with that embarrassment again? Do you? Slap him across the face with a glove. No, we don't. The Broncos need to just go in there, drop their gloves, and beat the snot out of whoever's in front of them. And sure, some people are still trying to bag on Russell Wilson. They're on that bandwagon of hate. Don't do that. He's doing his thing. He's throwing touchdowns. Might not be a lot of touchdowns. Might not be for a lot of yards. But guess what? A win is a win. Quit being a negative fucking Nancy about it. Jeez, man. I don't even need to go into those people because <laughs> it just drives me nuts. A win is a win. If you're at, if you're, if you, if your company gets voted the best whatever in the industry. Don't be that dickhead who's just like, yeah, but it wasn't that pretty. Dude, 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 don't be pissing on everybody's parade. Stop it. Stop it. Broncos are doing well. They need to stay focused because it's not going to be easy. I will take the Broncos over to the Texans by a field goal, but it's not going to be an easy game. I refuse to say it will. Anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Really appreciate it. I do. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe. A good way to show support for the podcast is go check out my friends over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. I'm there every Monday night from 6 to 8 hanging out with you at their beautiful bar and watching the football games. And, oh, God, I can't remember who's playing tonight that I'll be out there watching. It's going to be a lot of fun. they got amazing food, amazing drinks. they got $2 pints of Coors Light from 6 to 8. You're welcome. I did that for you. I did. <laughs> yes, you are welcome. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. Amazing people over there as well. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully, you laughed a little bit in this episode. Uh, hopefully, it wasn't too serious. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to talk to uh, Romy Bean tomorrow. Of God, she does a million things. I don't. Is she just with CBS Four? I don't know. She does a lot of stuff. She's going to join me on the show tomorrow as long as she doesn't blow me off. Okay. <laughs> okay, Romy. Romy, you're on notice. Okay, I'm going to text you right after I'm done with the show as a reminder, and we're going to talk about your life and how you've. Uh, gone through the ranks in media. And then we're going to talk about some funny stories. Okay, we're going to get into a few headlines with Romy tomorrow just to get her out of her shell. Okay, although if you followed her on social media, 
You know she's an oddball just like us, and that's fine. She's an oddball. We're an oddball. Look at us, a bunch of oddballs together. Oh, so fun. Anyway, I should be. it should be a lot of fun. If there's a question you want me to toss at uh, Romy, just head me, send me an email to huffpodcast at gmail.com. It's to Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Try to smile. Don't be a dick today. Easier said than done. Than done. I, I understand that. Uh, let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.